Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Express support and concerns. I'm Melissa Howell. A detailed report on sex abuse by priests in Baltimore is ordered release. I'm Dan Ronan. And a powerful winter storm hits Southern California, but is on its way out. It's four o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by General Steel. I'm Matt Piper in New York. High elevations in Southern California saw between 20 to 40 inches of snow over the course of three days. KCBS-TV's Tom Waite is in Los Angeles. Mudslide fears in Southern California after record-breaking rain and snow pummeled the state. It's a mess. I thought I was moving from St. Louis to California to get in some good weather. Several motorhomes parked above a river fell in when the ground gave way. Swiftwater rescue crews saved people trapped in flooded cars, while some drivers had to wait for help. Others near Burbank Airport just had to abandon their vehicles. The war in Ukraine has now been raging for more than a year. German media is reporting China could be negotiating to send small battlefield drones to Russia. Correspondent Christina Ruffini. We're confident that the Chinese leadership is considering the provision of lethal equipment. CIA Director Bill Burns spoke with CBS's Margaret Brennan for Face the Nation. We also don't see that a final decision has been made yet, and we don't see evidence of actual shipments of lethal equipment. Now, Beijing has also put forward its own 12-point peace plan, and President Zelensky is calling for a summit with the Chinese. But President Biden dismissed it, saying if Putin is cheering it, can it be any good. Federal environmental authorities have ordered a temporary halt in the shipment of contaminated waste from the site of a fiery train derailment early this month in eastern Ohio near the Pennsylvania state line. The Environmental Protection Agency's Deborah Shore. EPA will ensure that all waste is disposed of in a safe and lawful manner at EPA certified facilities to prevent further release of hazardous substances and impacts to communities. And under a legally binding order, train company Norfolk Southern must reimburse the EPA for any cleaning services offered to residents and to businesses. Americans are spending more at stores and restaurants despite record high inflation. Correspondent Michael George. Prices for everyday essentials are still high across the country. In Southern California, drivers are frustrated with gas prices. Going up and going up, it's way too expensive. Inflation is hitting a lot of families hard. But in a sign of a strong economy, Americans' personal spending rose 1.8% in January. Even with inflation, many people are willing to spend on restaurants, entertainment, and travel. This just then, at least 27 migrants are dead after their boat sank this morning off the Italian coast city of Croton in the southern region of Calabria. The search for survivors continues. This is CBS News. Business owners, General Steel can help save you thousands by owning your own custom-designed buildings. Call 888-98-STEEL or visit GeneralSteel.com. It's 4.03, Sunday, February 26, 2023, with a high today, 60.
Good morning. I'm Stephanie Gaines Bryant. The top local stories we're following this hour. Supporters of Ukraine rallied Saturday at the Lincoln Memorial, marking the start of a second year of Russia's war in Ukraine, which has killed tens of thousands. Blue and yellow Ukrainian flags in the winter wind held high above the crowd. The rally-goers huddled closely together around Ukrainian ambassador to the United States, Oksana Makarova, who offered gratitude. Thank you, Americans, for each weapon, for each taxpayer's dollars of help, for each prayer. And 10-year-old Maya Ayer of Morristown, New Jersey, wrote a little rhyme for the occasion. Supporting Russia is a sin. We won't stop fighting until Ukraine wins. Rally-goers, including the ambassador, asked for continued support for Ukraine from the United States. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. See more coverage on WTOP.com. D.C. leaders used a recent meeting to stress the importance of safety in the classroom. They also discussed whether that would mean more police in schools. Zarita Eastman, a student at KIPP D.C., made clear her support for school resource officers. Having more experienced and educated professionals in our schools provides a safer environment. D.C. Police Chief Robert Conti also spoke during the D.C. Police Oversight Hearing held by the on the judiciary and public safety. He expressed support for the program, which is down to only 40 SROs in D.C. schools. And I'm not saying that the police are the be-all, the end-all, but we are an important part of that equation. Danielle Robinette with the Children's Law Center spoke out against the program and discussed alternative models like restorative justice programs. You can support students and the needs that they have without being a police officer. The committee will review comments and determine next steps. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Virginia's General Assembly dropped the final gavel Saturday Saturday on this year's regular session. Lawmakers in Richmond squeezed through major energy legislation and a stopgap budget before adjourning. But disagreement remains on the broader spending package, including an additional $1 billion in cuts requested by Governor Glenn Youngkin. Negotiators will have to work out the details on that plan, which legislators will have to return to the Capitol to pass in a special session later this year. A Baltimore judge is ordering the release of a redacted version of an investigative report. That report details sex abuse allegations against more than 150 Roman Catholic priests in the Archdiocese of Baltimore. The report will also look at the response by the Archdiocese to the decades-long history of abuse. According to court filings, the nearly 500-page report identifies 158 priests accused of abusing more than 600 victims over the past 80 years. The Baltimore Circuit Court Judge Robert Taylor said in his decision to release the report, he did it because the victims suffered from decades of systematic injustice and the only form of justice now may be available as a public reckoning. Dan Ronan, WTOP News. If you see lots of emergency responders around the Metro's Wheaton Station today, that's a drill. Metro and Montgomery County emergency responders will hold full-scale emergency exercises at Wheaton Station from opening until approximately 2 p.m. The exercises will simulate real-world conditions to test the operational and evacuation coordination and interagency communication between MTP 
LAPD, Montgomery County Fire and Rescue, Montgomery County Police, Metro Rail and Metro Bus, and on-scene responders and support personnel. Metro will notify customers when normal service resumes via email, text message, or social media. Coming up, there's bipartisan support for keeping the assistance coming to Ukraine. We'll talk about that with WTOP's Mitchell Miller. 407. It's happening. You ready for this? The biggest names in golf. We're coming. In the hottest new place to see sports. To the CW. It's Live Golf on the CW. Welcome to the party. Live on the CW from Mayacoba, Mexico. Rock solid. The new season of Live Golf tees off. What a shot! Stream Friday on the CW app and watch live Saturday and Sunday on the CW. Watch live coverage of Live Golf this Saturday and Sunday starting at 1 on DCW 50. DC News Now is coming to DCW 50. Join us for the late night news, not too late, 10 p.m. We're covering the stories of the community by being in the community. With three bureaus and our DC location, we're going to have all the information you need to close out your day. Don't wait up. Enjoy your late news a little earlier, 10 o'clock with us. We'll see you for DC News Now on DCW 50. Tonight, 10 o'clock. DC News Now on DCW 50, tonight at 10. It's 4.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s to Carlos Ramirez in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you so much, Stephanie. Good morning. Looks like we have a new accident scene. If you're headed through Fairfax, watch out. It's Route 7, Leesburg Pike, right as you make your approach towards Gallows Road. This is headed through Tyson's. Now, here's the thing. This is one of our detour spots. Eastbound side of Route 7 is dealing with a crash as you make your way just past Gallows Road. As I mentioned, the eastbound side of the Dulles Toll Road can't access northbound 495, so I have been suggesting everyone to take Route 7 eastbound to go ahead and uh, access 495 from there. But now we're dealing with an accident scene, so do proceed with caution as you head on the uh, eastbound slash southbound side of Route 7 towards Tyson's. What you can do to avoid the crash, go ahead and make that left turn onto 123. That'll get you to the beltway as well. Just proceed with caution. Anytime there's a detour, there are folks who are a little confused. They're not used to driving this road. They weren't planning on driving this road, so they might not be as alert as they could be. So just be careful if you could. As I mentioned, eastbound side of the Dulles Toll Road, Dulles Access Road, they cannot head onto the northbound side of 495 until 7 a.m. The work crew will be out there until 7 in the morning. I-95 looks great. 66 looks good despite a crash a few hours ago, but they're still out there. Right lane blocked after Prince William Parkway on your approach towards 29 in Gainesville. Looking for a safe used car? Well, Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Steve Prince of Valley. Early on this Sunday, it'll be a mostly cloudy and chilly start in the 30s, but by the afternoon, a great finish to your weekend and the day. Upper 50s, the high with clouds giving way to sunshine, a nice breeze, and warmer temperatures. Sunday night looks mostly clear and cold. I would say mid to upper 30s will do it in Washington, but upper 20s in some of our coldest suburbs. Monday, mostly cloudy, another round of showers arriving. Highs will be in the lower 50s, maybe a Leftover shower early Tuesday, then gradual clearing, breezy warmer, middle 60s. I'm Storm Team 4, meteorologist Steve Prince of Valley. 36 degrees outside the WTOP studios, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 
It's 4:10. Ukraine is now entering the second year of the war with Russia. And while some in Congress are skeptical of providing more U.S. aid, there's considerable bipartisan support to keep the assistance coming. WTOP's Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller takes a deeper look at the issue. When it comes to this war, we're not forgiving and forgetting. South Carolina Republican Senator Lindsey Graham, who says he has little doubt that the U.S. support will continue. We're going to continue to flow weapons to the Ukraine so they can defend themselves and evict the Russian invaders. Financial support to keep the lights on and stand by the Ukrainian people. Their fight is really freedom's fight. Graham is a bipartisan co-sponsor of legislation that would designate the Wagner Group, which is a Russian paramilitary entity, as a foreign terrorist organization. Its fighters include thousands of Russians who have been let out of prison on the condition that they fight for Vladimir Putin. An ally of Putin's runs the group. Connecticut Democratic Senator Richard Blumenthal is a co sponsor of the legislation aimed at Wagner, known as the Harm Act. We should take this moment, the first anniversary of Putin's murderous invasion, to say that the world will not tolerate groups who murder, torture, savagely enable Putin's criminal invasion. A group of House Republicans, however, still believes the U.S. is putting too much time and resources toward protecting Ukraine at the expense of domestic issues. Rhode Island Democratic Senator Sheldon Whitehouse says there's nothing wrong with oversight of the aid, and he says lawmakers have let Ukraine's President Zelensky know the assistance is being closely tracked. If there are questions about the integrity of the treatment of the U.S. funding and the U.S. munitions, you need to be completely crystal clear with everyone in Congress and making sure that you can reassure them that that is being handled. The U.S. has now provided well over $100 billion in aid to Ukraine, including military, financial, and humanitarian assistance. And the Pentagon on Friday announced a $2 billion commitment that includes more ammunition and high-tech drones to continue the fight. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. Coming up on WTOP. More women than men at risk of having a heart attack if they don't get enough sleep. I'm Ann Kramer. It's 4:13. Land Rover Alexandria would like to thank you, the DMV area, for making us your number one choice when it comes to buying or servicing your Land Rover or Jaguar. Over the past year, we've grown to be the top volume dealer in parts and service and continue to be one of the leaders in sales. Our all-new state-of-the-art dealership has the most experienced technicians in the area and one of the largest inventories of new and pre-owned Land Rover vehicles. We're excited to have added new Land Rover and Jaguars to our service loaner fleet, so there will always be a vehicle ready and available for you. We're pleased to bring back our ever-popular million-dollar buyback program. For every vehicle traded in, Land Rover Alexandria will donate $100 to Facets, a local charity which serves homeless individuals and families in Northern Virginia. And so, the family tradition continues. Visit us in Alexandria on Van Dorn Street or at at LandRoverAlexandria.com. The sun's shining, birds are singing, and all feels right in the world. Until the season changes, and suddenly everything seems darker, less lively, and you lose your motivation to get out of bed. If you struggle with depression, you're not alone. In fact, one in five people experience some form of depression. And no matter the time of year, it may affect your behavioral or physical ability to live a happy life. At the American Psychiatric Association Foundation, we understand what you're going through, and we're here to help. 
Our vision is to build a mentally healthy nation for all because we want you to live your best life and be your best you all year round. We work every day to eliminate stigma, combat mental illness and substance use disorders, and advance mental wellness. If you or someone you love needs help, you are not alone. Please visit mentallyhealthynation.org to learn more. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Now to Frank Hammerhand. Great way to kick off the MLS season for D.C. United with a come-from-behind 3-2 victory over Toronto FC at Audi Field. Down 2-1 in extra time. Two goals scored by D.C. Getting the victory 1-0 on the very young MLS season. D.C. United with that 3-2 win over Toronto FC at Audi Field. College hoops, tough one for Virginia Tech getting blasted at Duke. Number six, Virginia upset by North Carolina down in Tobacco Road. In Foggy Bottom, GW beats LaSalle. George Mason goes on the road and tops Dayton. Navy falls to Colgate. Howard was a loser at North Carolina Central. Capitals routing the Rangers 6-3 on Saturday afternoon to snap a six-game losing skid. T.J. Oshie, Evgeny Kuznetsov, two goals apiece. Wilson Milano also scoring for the Caps. Turn right around, visit Buffalo on Sunday afternoon. Wizards visit Chicago Sunday as well. No Chris Stapps, Porzingis, Ford ruled out because of knee soreness. That's when their spring training opener on Saturday, taking care of St. Louis 3-2. XFL, D.C. Defenders beating Vegas. Vegas 18 to 6 of Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. It's 416. New information on the quality and amount of sleep you're getting and what it means for your health. If you have a hard time falling asleep, staying asleep, or getting good quality sleep, you're at greater risk of having a heart attack. A study published in Clinical Cardiology found that women are more at risk than men because women suffered more than men do with insomnia. And as you might imagine, having things like high blood pressure, diabetes, or high cholesterol can boost your chances of having a heart attack even more. The author of the study says it's also about how long you sleep each night. Five or fewer hours of sleep each night is also putting you at greater risk. She says put the phone, the iPad, or other devices away when you go to bed. Try to sleep in a cooler room that's dark and quiet. Try to do something to calm yourself down so you can fall asleep. And aim for seven to eight quality hours of sleep each night. Ann Kramer, WTOP News. And the post-pandemic back-to-the-office movement is already taking a toll on workers. Rebecca Armstrong is an adjunct philosophy professor at Indiana University in Northwest in Gary, Indiana. The research shows that at least 70% of executives want workers back in their desks in the office. And 70 to 80% of workers want to remain working remotely or have that option. Coming up after traffic and weather, the top stories we're following for you this hour. Ukraine's president is pledging to push for victory a year after the Russian invasion of his country. Chilling in Southern California takes on a new meaning as the Southland is inundated by rain and snow in the nearby mountains. And federal environmental authorities order a temporary halt in the shipment of contaminated waste from the site of a fiery train derailment in eastern Ohio. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. 
traffic and weather on the 8th to Carlos Ramirez in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Stephanie. Good morning. If you're headed on I-95 right now, chances are you're doing okay. We're not seeing any delays right now between the Fredericksburg area through Stafford, Woodbridge, and up towards the Springfield Interchange. Other than a few fender benders, of course, a few tire changers, as it were. Be extra cautious in case you see them over on shoulders. Beltway traffic looks good. Any crashes we had near the Braddock Road exit, completely up to speed. Uh, completely cleared, rather. So everything on the Beltway, completely up to speed. 66, the only thing I'm seeing is an incident that happened hours ago. Looks like if you're headed westbound on 66 after the Prince William Parkway, you will find that right lane blocked. As of now, though, no delays because of it. 395 looks good. No issues up towards the 14th Street Bridge. Eastbound side of the Dulles Toll Road, the ramp to the inner loop closed. You cannot head northbound on 495 from the Dulles Toll Road, nor the Dulles Access Road. So, a lot of folks opting for Route 7 to cut through Tyson's and access the Beltway. Problem is, looks like now there's an accident scene there. Route 7, Leesburg Pike, eastbound, headed towards the Beltway, right past Gallows Road. You're going to see an accident scene there, so be extra careful if you could. Over in, or along Pennsylvania Avenue, if you're headed eastbound, just past 295, you got a crash on your approach towards Minnesota Avenue. Minimal delays, but definitely a few there, so proceed with caution and follow police direction as necessary. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Steve Prince of Valley. Early on this Sunday, it'll be a chilly start in the 30s with a lot of clouds around from our departing storm. But later Sunday, beautiful finish as drier air arrives. We'll see the sun return, nice breeze, warmer temperatures into the upper 50s. A few backyard thermometers could approach 60 degrees. Sunday night is mostly clear and cold. Upper 20s in the coldest suburbs, upper 30s in Washington. Monday's mostly cloudy showers arriving, lower 50s. Maybe an early shower Tuesday, then gradual clearing, breezy and warmer, middle 60s. I'm Storm Team 4, Meteorologist Steve Prince of Alley. 36 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Coming up on WTOP, the student loan crisis goes all the way to the Supreme Court. It's 420. Hi, I'm Mike Richmond of the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs with this message for veterans. Are you seeking to honor those who have served and sacrificed for their country? Visit the Veterans Legacy Memorial. This digital platform, run by VA's National Cemetery Administration, is dedicated to the memory of nearly 4.5 million veterans interred at VA's National Cemeteries, VA's grant-funded tribal, state, and territory cemeteries, and two U.S. National Park Service cemeteries. The memorial's interactive features allow people to remember veterans by posting tributes and comments, uploading images, and sharing a veteran's military timeline, achievements, biographical information, historical documents, and more. Over 45,000 submissions have been made to the existing profile pages since the site was launched. That's the Veterans Legacy Memorial. I'm Mike Richmond. I knew I had a problem, but I didn't know what to do about it. I tried counting calories, I took pills, eating and eating, and then more eating. I really wanted to stop, but nothing could make me stop. At one point, it was so bad that I just felt like giving up. I felt so alone, like nobody else could possibly understand. We understand. We're Overeaters Anonymous, and we have helped thousands of people just like you. People who want to stop their compulsive eating and start living a healthy, rewarding life. Overeaters Anonymous, help me get my life back. Now I eat in a way that's healthy and good for me. 
I never realized what I was missing out on. With OA, I am living again and loving it. Start living the life you deserve with help from Overeaters Anonymous. Find us on the web at OA.org. This is WTOP News. It's 422. The lingering burden of student loan debt reaches all the way to the Supreme Court. But one justice says it may not affect his judgment as the high court hears arguments on a White House student debt relief program. In his memoir, My Grandfather's Son, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas writes that a friend suggested declaring bankruptcy to get out from under the, quote, crushing weight of all my student loans. Thomas rejected that idea, and as the staunchest conservative on the court, he's expected to oppose the White House effort to relieve $20,000 in outstanding student loans. Of the seven justices on the court who are parents, the investment records of four show that they have piled money into tax-free college savings accounts. That's Associated Press correspondent Jackie Quinn. In Maryland, oversight of the state's troubled 529 college savings plan could shift to the state's treasurer's office, and there could be a wind-down of those prepaid college tuition plans. That's the gist of the legislation set to be introduced in Annapolis this coming week, according to Senate President Bill Ferguson. Last year, Maryland's 529 board temporarily halted interest payments on the prepaid tuition accounts after an account glitch. At Johns Hopkins, I'm Elizabeth Tracy. Frailty is a condition that develops among older adults characterized by weight loss, inactivity, weakness, slow walking speed, and exhaustion. Now a Johns Hopkins study shows that declining ability to smell may predict the development of frailty. Otolaryngologist Nicholas Rowan, one of the study's authors, explains the finding. There's some evidence that says that maybe sense of smell is just another one of these bad things that happen to us. And if you have enough bad things, then perhaps you're at bigger risk. And then there's this other concept that frailty is actually a syndrome. It's a continuum. So as you get older and you progress along this overall trajectory where you ultimately reach a point of no return. And what we found was it does look like there's probably an association between both threshold or sensitivity and identification with frailty. But threshold or sensitivity is actually more closely related to physical frailty. Rowan notes that future studies will look at whether intervention helps. At Johns Hopkins, I'm Elizabeth Tracy. Money News at 25 and 55. Here's Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. The government is declaring war on junk fees, those unexpected extra charges we often find added to the cost of goods and services. The Federal Trade Commission is considering a rule targeting such practices, but Bloomberg Law's Evan Weinberger says junk is in the eye of the beholder. And the FTC is not the only agency that's running into that same conversation about what constitutes a junk fee and what doesn't. Sellers say these fees reflect the cost of providing a service, such as airline baggage fees. Hotel resort fees are another. They say, what are you paying for? You're paying for the right to use the stuff at a hotel that you've already paid to stay at. In some cases, Weinberger says regulators can bring about more immediate change. If they deem anything to be unfair or deceptive, they can reach a settlement and stop those fees from being assessed, even without a rulemaking. The FTC initiative has generated over 10,000 comments from privacy advocates, trade groups, and others. 
From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Coming up after traffic and weather. Criticism of the Virginia governor's review of advanced placement black studies. I'm Dick Iuliano. 426. Heard of Uline? You know, the have-it-all in stock, ready to deliver, shipping and industrial supply specialists. The doing things for you, they're unheard of company. Like keeping 